Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport, of course, crystal clear through the SEN app and through your digital radio dials. Paul Sebastiani in the SEN studios with you, bringing you up to 3 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. Looking forward to bringing you a, a big program uh, on Tuesday night into Wednesday morning and joining us on the line like he always does uh, when we are on the overnight crowd here. It's Mr. Dan Williams at Pommy in Oz. Manchester United and Cristiano Ronaldo have been the uh, have been the talk of the town, uh, despite Novak Djokovic being announced uh as, uh, as being able to come into the country, being granted a visa. But uh, Mr. Pommy in Oz, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you very much, Paolo. How are you? Um, I'm good. Uh, I'm assuming you've uh, let off the steam from uh, yesterday, but uh, we have to wait with uh, this Cristiano Ronaldo interview because it's officially out. Uh, is it tomorrow morning our time here? Is that right? It's 8pm UK time, Tuesday, so it's currently about eight hours from now. We'll know okay. what, that's seven in the morning? Yep, yep. Very interesting to see what's going to happen. I mean, we've seen snippets of it and, you know, you had your say last night, but uh, it's uh, it's an interesting time ahead for uh, for not just uh, the Premier League, but, um, you know, the World Cup's coming up as well and it looks like he's, uh, he's definitely going to have a bit of a chip on his shoulder coming into this World Cup for Portugal, isn't he? I think it's going to be very uh, intriguing uh, how Ronaldo reacts. I mean, you, you back him. I mean, it's all written, isn't it, that he's going to put on a show. He's obviously going to, you suspect, he's going to be on his way, if not on a free transfer for sweet FA, as they say. That's going to be, <laughs> he's, he's going to be a bargain basement, so he's really playing for a contract, isn't he? Um, that's a dangerous place to be if you're Portugal. It's going to be interesting to see how he goes for them, but I think he could have a big World Cup. I've got a, a sneaky feeling that this is where Ronaldo thrives, isn't it? Yeah, it would feel that way. And, you know, when, when he has to do it on his own, especially from an international point of view, we've seen what uh, we've seen what Portugal are capable of. But it's probably going to take a little bit more than that because we do have a little bit of depth uh, in this FIFA World Cup, Pommy. And you, you've got all your um, you've got all your country profiles on your YouTube channel at Pommy Knows. Make sure you you check it out. Uh, let, let's start with Group A, shall we? I mean, we're, we're going to go through all the groups from now until until the start of the of the World Cup and the beginning of all these groups. But Group A, uh, the the opening game of the tournament, as all FIFA World Cup tournaments do pertain to the the host nation, Qatar, will kick us off uh, with a game against Ecuador, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal. And the Netherlands are the four teams in Group A. Um, you, you had a little bit of praise for what Qatar did in the build-up to this World Cup, despite, I mean, being automatically qualified, obviously. But um, can they potentially rise through the ranks here and maybe even pinch pinch a couple of results and get out of the group stage? 
Well, I mean, Felix Sanchez has got them playing a real positive brand of football. And you look at their recent, I mean, they, they drew with Chile. Um, they got battered by Canada. Um, but, I mean, the, the, it's that whole nation, isn't it? We, we've seen it so many times in the World Cup. That, that partisan crowd, that atmosphere of playing at home on the big stage makes them a potential banana skin. Um, mm. You'd imagine that in this group, just off the top of your head, Senegal and Holland are looking to be the front runners in here, particularly the Netherlands. But they'll be looking to, you know, usurp, and they've got a very good start because they've probably got the weakest team in the group alongside them in Ecuador. Yeah, spot on. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game as well because, I mean, both these teams I don't think will leave any stone unturned. Just with regards to an attacking perspective, I think they're both going to really go at each other. I reckon we might get some goals in this game in particular. It's funny you say that because they did play in 2018 and uh, Qatar ended up winning 4-3. So it was a goal fest. It was a shootout. So it'll be an interesting one, that, because, you know, three points and then they play Senegal the next Next up, it, it could put a bit of pressure on Just say Netherlands beat Senegal, which you'd suspect on form they would do. Suddenly that makes that game very intriguing if Qatar have got three points and Senegal are going in there with none and yep. potentially being knocked out of the tournament. Exactly right. Okay, well, let's look at these two other teams, Senegal and Netherlands. Uh, I mean, Netherlands, just on reputation, are, are clearly the, the strongest team in the group. But we've seen what these African nations can produce at these tournaments when they get a little bit of a run on. Senegal definitely has the talent to be able to do that. But um, how, how are you seeing these two teams sort of progress and go in this Group A? I really like Senegal. Mm. I really do. I think Cissé has done an absolute splendid job with them. He's been there a while now. He's had some success, obviously, with the recent African nations. And they play a similar style of football that Cissé displayed for Pompey all them years ago. <laughs> They're a no-nonsense side. They're hard at it. They don't give up. Um, you've got Koulibaly there, the captain, national captain, and Sadio Mane named and expected to play. Very they've interesting. Got, hmm. he's, a, he's a game breaker, isn't he? And mm-hmm. they've got pace throughout that side as well. You've got Bayata from Monaco there. So both of the width areas have got pace. They've got Ismaili Saar. They've got a very strong squad and a squad that, if it stays fit, can match it with anyone on their day. I agree with that. And I think there's just something with the beauty of these African nations in in these tournaments. I think everyone, I don't know about you, but everyone kind of roots for them as well, I think. Everyone's got a second African team. They do. That's a fact. <laughs> I mean, I mean I, I, I'm old enough to remember Italia 90, uh, Big Miller from Cameroon. So, I mean, Cameroon have always been my second African team. I fell in love with them when... I was a young kid, um, just watching them. Roger Miller, his little dance in the corner. So, I mean, yeah, Senegal, they're a team that play a positive brand, very easy on their eye. And uh, I I hope they go well, and I think they will do. I'd give them half a shout against the Netherlands. Yeah, I think so as well. All right, shall we maybe, I mean, Group A, let's, and I know know we have, I'll, I'll spring this on you, but Group B, because it's your boys, the three Lions, England, coming up against Iran, United States, and Wales. Speaking of banana skins, uh, I think, you know, I'm looking at this group here and thinking, well, you know, if England doesn't have its act together and and can't, you know, really start to motor along and and really gel as a team, that there there is a potential for probably not Iran, just based on what we've seen, but definitely Wales can 
can cause a, maybe not an upset, but can definitely trouble England. And I think the United States can as well. Oh, well, I mean, it's no surprise that if you actually look at it in in in, in World Cup ranking-wise, as it stands at the moment, this is the hardest group there. So mm. you've got England, who are ranked fifth at the moment, Iran ranked 22nd. So it's the shortest gap between the best and the worst. So it is a it, all the, all four sides in this uh, are there because they're good sides and. We know England. England are going to have to start well, and they've got that potential banana skin straight up. The Iranians, mm. who, who you know, it, it, the England have never played Iran before, so there is they're going to this with oh, yeah. fresh history. Interesting, very interesting. Fresh history, and you know, three points is is brilliant here. And if you're not getting three points, it's very very dangerous game. England just waiting around the corner because the Welsh ain't going to do you a favour, are they? Exactly right. And and the pressure will be on straight away. I mean, the, the pressure is already on in the tournament for, for England. I'm just looking at the betting markets. I mean, England, $1.32 to beat Iran. Iran, $12 a draw at $5. That, I mean, that, that's, that is based on reputation and ranking and, you know, the, the talent that the English team has in this particular lineup. But I think... And I don't know, and and we we see this all the time with these English teams is that they they're all, you know, we're in awe of what the, the the talent and and the names and the reputations that that you know are named in these squads for England time and time again. But I just, you know, I don't think getting out of the group stage will be a completely difficult task. It's probably just going deeper in the tournament. But if if you had to pick who 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 were the teams out of Group A and Group B that you you would predict to to get through? For, for mine, I'm. I'm saying Senegal, Netherlands in Group A, and then in Group B, I'm saying, I'm saying it's going to be England. I'm saying it's going to be England and Wales. I think. I think that's going to be the predicted teams. I think that's going. Those are those two are going to be the teams that come out of Group B. But I think it's going to be very, very tight. It's going to be tight. I mean, I've I've penciled in England and Iran. Okay. And the reason being, I think Iran's qualification campaign was sensational. They they dominated against South Korea, albeit against South Korea, but they put South Korea, they made them look very average, and South Korea are probably a team that people would fancy to beat them. So I think they're going in with a lot of confidence. I think their squad is very strong. I think it's almost a home game for them as well with the climate. Yep. They're going to be very accustomed to that. I think that's going to be a huge advantage for Iran. Um, even though it is an aircon stadium, so I, I think England will progress. Um, it, it's all in that first game, though, because obviously the third game for England, England versus Wales, and you guess that Wales probably need to win that to advance. It's going to be a very interesting that third game of that group is going to be very entertaining. US Iran and <laughs> England versus Wales. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what happens here. Uh, just on the England team as well. I mean, obviously. Uh, Madison, I mean, it looks like he might be on the way out of the squad. If he doesn't make it and doesn't get there and isn't able to play, who is the player that should, do you think, come in? Is it, is it just a straight swap, Ivan Tony? Oh, you'd, you'd, I mean, there's a few that are there, are there as well? Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I think in, I'd like to see England do the right thing and bring Tamori in, but... Yep. 
If he doesn't make it, um, I mean, I'd say you'd have to go with Ivan Tony based on form. The guy's banging them in for fun, isn't he, at the moment? I know. We saw what he did against Manchester City. It was, it was basically a, a, a bugger you to, to Gareth Southgate after what he did uh, at the Etihad, scoring those two goals in, in Brentford's win. But, uh, yeah, I think I think these two groups, it's going to be very intriguing to see uh, who qualifies out of them. But... I mean, as I said, I think England should be able to get out. And I, I like the Iran tip as well. Do you think, and you mentioned the climate as well. Is this, I mean, Graham Arnold was was on uh, Sports Day here on SEN a couple of days ago after he announced the squads for, for the Socceroos. Do, do you think maybe the climate, is it being overplayed or is it being underplayed? I'm not, I'm not so sold that the climate is going to be an enormous factor here, just given the fact that, you know, they are in air-conditioned stadiums and they're going to be in these top-notch facilities that they're staying at and they're all pretty fit. Well, I mean, it, it's going to be overplayed in the terms of... Yeah. It, I mean, at the moment, you're looking at the Qatar weather's going to be around that 28 to 30. So it's going to be like the average El Clasico and you, you don't often hear any English teams go over and play in Spain Correct. and go, oh, it was a wee bit warm <laughs> for us. Um <laughs> I mean, obviously, you've got the the factors like the dry heat and things like that, and they're having the water breaks and stuff. I mean, I, I would say it would help Iran, though, in the terms of they're going to be very accustomed to this. Of course. Carlos Quir- yeah. Quiroz is the manager there as well. They've got vast European experience in that squad as well. Um, I, I think Iran are a smoky to watch that could maybe upset ro- apple carts. I think so. I like it too. Uh, just before we let you go, mate, where can we find... How many of those profiles have you done? You've done all of Group A on your YouTube channel. I'm, I'm assuming you'll be getting into Group B, if not tonight, tomorrow? Yeah, Group A is, is done. Group B tomorrow. We've also got an extra video at the end of some little predictors of how we think the groups are going to go. Um, we should be done and dusted by game week, game day one. Uh, it's going to be... Tighter than a frog's proverbial. <laughs> Love it, mate. Love it. You can find all your work at uh, at Pommy in Oz on YouTube. Uh, Dan, pleasure doing it with you again. And uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll speak in the build-up to the World Cup. Uh, we've got the Football Hub, which I'm sure uh, you're going to be part of. We'll keep you keep you on tabs with that and look forward to hearing from you uh, before we get stuck into the World Cup for the rest of the group previews and uh, and throughout the World Cup, mate. Pleasure again. Mate, my pleasure. And I'll try and stay sober in the World Cup final <laughs> when I uh, come on the hub. <laughs> Is it going to come home? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, don't do that to me, Paolo. No, come on. I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. You have a great night. You too, mate. Thanks Cheers. very much. There we go. At Pommy and Oz joining us here on the Overnight Crowd. We'll take a break and be back after this. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.